Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? Sorry, I'm on my phone. It's free agency. Mine yeah, we're both on the phones, working the phone lines. Working the phone. That it's uh, it's so funny. Mine is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. By the way. Um, it's so funny watching, like, I didn't put on ESPN at all. I, I was listening to a local uh, talk radio station uh, for the, the sports news pertaining to the Patriots. But I, I keep I keep up on Twitter, so just so you know. Not that anything's happened for fantasy football besides Waller the Giants. Um, but where was I going with this? I don't even know. Oh, ESPN. I don't know. ESPN loves, loves it. They They bring... They bring Shefty on set, and they love it when he's like, "Oh, hold on!" And he walks off set, and they got a camera. Oh, they got yeah, a camera trained on off. him, and he's pacing, talking on the phone, like, "Ho ho ho ho!" There Shefty goes, working the phones. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Like, are you that much of a large fraud? Like, does anybody watch ESPN anymore besides when you're watching like live sports? No, no, me neither. Not really. So, anyway. Welcome to the pod. Lots of stuff going on with free agency. Um, I'm not going to get into it because we do have a show coming up soon that will go through a lot. Not that anything has happened. Darren Waller, Jacoby Myers. Darren Waller, Jacoby Myers. I, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure I'm excited about either one of those. But we have a whole show where we'll break Waller down some of these free agent signings, the landing spots for them, some of the trades, some of the stuff that's been going on. Um, I believe we do that before we jump into full-on draft content. Uh, which shifts our focus a little bit to Dynasty until the end of April. Um, and then things shift. Once we have May, mm. June, July, and August, man, that's those are prime draft months. Prime, prime draft months for fantasy football. So today, we're going to do our early top 10 quarterback rankings for fantasy football. We're going to try to blow through them as fast as possible, we have a consensus top 10. Before we do that, check our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below any questions you have for us. You ready to go, Rick? How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I uh, wish the Patriots made some more moves, but uh, yeah, doing okay. Yeah, yeah, it's... We signed a we signed a tackle, a very bad tackle. He projects to be a backup tackle. That's oh boy, uh, that's a tweet. Jacobs apparently deleted the tweet that he oh, tweeted. Did he? Yeah, oh boy. This Calvin Anderson guy that the Patriots just signed mm-hmm. um, was undrafted as well. Total Pat tackle. Move. Total Pat's move. Um. Lamar Jackson also tweeted that he was offered three years, $133 million guaranteed after the Ravens sent a report out that said they, they gave him $200 million guaranteed. Three years, I mean, 133 Good golly, gosh. Fully, Call him up. Only guaranteed is, uh, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of money, but it's only $133 million for three years. That's bad. That's, what is that, 40, uh, 45 a year? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, we're going to talk about quarterbacks. One being Lamar Jackson. Can't not have Lamar Jackson in the top 10. We still don't know what team he's on, so that might right. maybe change things. But 
Um, so like I said, we all, we have a consensus list. We're going to go through our consensus list. Uh, some guys were a tie, so we just stacked them as you would anticipate. Um, we'll tell you which guys were the tie. Um, but anyway, you ready to jump in, Rick? Yes, sir. All right. So number one consensus, this actually I thought might change this year. Um, he actually, for the first time in like what, two years, this player uh, didn't finish as the QB1 in fantasy football, and he goes by the name of Josh Allen. Um, Patrick Mahomes finished as the number one quarterback in fantasy football. So um, essentially right now you would anticipate that everyone in the fantasy community, which I don't have the ECR in front of me, would say, huh, I'm going to rank Patrick Mahomes one, which I'm curious. I'm looking hmm. at it right now. Hold on. Yep. Nope. No, they did not. All right. Interesting. They agree with us. I hate this. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, a QB one, knocks off Josh Allen. So now Rick and I can justifiably put Josh Allen number one on our rankings. <laughs> yeah, finally. He'll repeat. Um, but Josh Allen over the last couple of years has been elite for fantasy football. Nothing really is changing on the offensive side of the ball. I actually think uh, their defense is getting worse, which would lead me to believe that the Bills are going to have to be um, – Scoring more points? No, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think their their defense is kind of mid now at best. Yeah, um, which means they're gonna have to win games like thirty something to thirty something. Yeah, so if that happens, a lot more rushing opportunity for Josh Allen, a lot more passing opportunity. I think this could be a better fantasy year for Josh Allen than last year was. Um, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But he's our consensus one. Any. Um, reasoning as to why you had him yeah there's also um there's rumors i mean we'll see how things go but they're in on odell um they're in on a couple wide receivers so they might add to that offense as well it feels like they're gonna really which i don't think is a great strategy but it feels like they're gonna be really reliant on josh allen this year okay um which i think is kind of dumb you're supposed to surround those guys (laughs) with talent not just be like all right we got josh allen we're good um, I think the Bills as a team might take a step back because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? And I think that's actually good fantasy wise, though, because again, Josh Allen's gonna be throwing the ball like forty five times a game. You'll probably run it ten times a game. Um, just be super high volume in an offense that, in theory, could get better if they sign somebody. So, um, to me, he's number one. But all these guys are in the same tier. The top like three or four guys are all in the same tier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any argument about Josh Allen number one for really anyone at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, you could pick your poison with some of the next guys we're going to yeah, talk I, about next. I think I for, for me personally, Rick, um, cause we both have him one Rick, Rick has, uh, Mahomes two. I have Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts two. So, um, I think for me personally, there's a closer correlation to Jalen Hurts because of his rushing upside. Um, and really offensively, like they, they're probably going to lose Miles Sanders. Um, they got Jason Kelsey back. So offensively, I think the Eagles will stay very much the same, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Jalen Hurts will still be good for fantasy football, regardless of what their team ends up being next year. Um, so I think he's he could, just because of the rushing, he could arguably pass Mahomes and Josh Allen. No, on the sure. and be one, and that's kind of where my head has has been. But um, let's just talk about Jalen Hurts because he is number two slash three 
um, with Patrick Mahomes. So we both had them uh, consensus ranked at two or three. Um, and we both had them different. So let's just let's talk about both. Um, our consensus right now, Jalen Hurts two, Patrick Mahomes three. Rick has Patrick Mahomes um, two. I have him three. I have Jalen Hurts two. He has Jalen Hurts three. Rick, explain to me why you have those two players swapped and why you like Mahomes over uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, again, I have all these guys in the same tier. So if you had Jalen Hurts one, yeah, I wouldn't bat an eye. I think they're all. And the last year, too, in terms of points per game, they were all within two points of each other. So I, I think it's pick your poison. For me, I just look at last year where the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, I feel like it was kind of like a perfect season or as close as you can get to it. Um, they went, what, like 15-2. and two. Uh, Just had a monstrous year. Jalen Hurts had 13 rushing touchdowns, and I just I don't know if that number stays the same next year. He might have even better passing numbers, but I think his rushing might go slightly down just because, again, 13 rushing touchdowns is just ridiculous. Um, But And that's not a knock on Hurts because, again, I think he's going to have another great year because of his rushing and his passing. But with Mahomes, we've seen this for multiple years. We know the quarterback that he is. The offense is probably going to stay the same. Or not probably. It looks like it is staying the same. Uh, They got a replacement for left tackle. Yeah. Um, Kadarius Tony's coming back mm-hmm. and might actually be healthy for a little bit. We'll see how that goes. Yep. Travis Kelsey. Um, if Juju leaves, they'll probably draft a replacement for him. So, and I don't think he's going to leave too. I think he'll, he'll probably resign. Um, so yeah, it just, we know what Mahomes is. We've seen it for many years. What hurts, it was kind of like a sort of a breakout, especially with, um, the rushing and passing. So I'll just go with the consistent guy with Mahomes at two. Yeah, like I was saying with with Jalen Hurts, I think Hurts, you know, the rushing upside for him is there. Um, whereas I think Mahomes, like you, you talk about like you know his fifty, what was it, fifty five touchdown season, um, something like that. Like that was ridiculous. And then slowly, year after year, he kind of decreased a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and like this year, obviously, he came out and he had a really good season. I think you know it's actually funny that he had as many fantasy points as he did because of the way that they were playing the game. Like it's not typically what you would see the chiefs do where they like to throw the ball downfield and, and take it deep. Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing that with Patrick Mahomes this year. He's still through 50. I think they had a, I think they yards. had like a half a yard or one yard less per attempt than the Patriots mm-hmm. or something like that. So like, it's just crazy that, you know, they the were Patriots. They were like bottom five in the league, weren't they? Something like that. I, that could be wrong. I, I have to research that. I don't know. I don't know if they were bottom of the league. I don't know. Anyways, good. Don't quote me on it. But they only had seven yards per play. So it wasn't good. Like in terms of distance on their plays, that it worked for them because they were able to get first downs regularly. But it, to me, it, do, it does feel like, I don't know about you, but it does feel like the Chiefs want to throw it downfield a little bit more. That does mm-hmm. carry more risk and it does carry more inefficiency. So like that might, hit things but there the big thing with the Chiefs is it seems people kind of figure out and when I say figure out Mahomes they it's just slow him down which is what happened in fantasy over the last couple of years where Mahomes is still a top five guy but they figured out kind of how to slow down the Chiefs a little bit I think next year you're right. gonna see that um okay. they're not you're not gonna stop Mahomes but they might slow him down a little bit to the point where he ends up like four Super five. Bowl hangover maybe but they, he, where he only ends up like four, three, four, or five in fantasy football, as opposed to being one of the top guys, 
I personally would rather have the rushing quarterbacks and the guys who can add yardage on the ground around six, 700 yards, um, you know, or more. I'd rather have those guys than have a guy that is just a purely pocket passing guy. That is a bias for me in fantasy football. Maybe I should move past it, but we all jumped on the Justin Herbert train. Look how that got us into this position. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's fair. So Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes for me, but um, I can understand why you would put Mahomes over Jalen Hurts. Uh, number four, yes. Rick and I agree on, unless you have any more thoughts on that? No. Okay. Number four, Rick and I have Justin Fields. My God. Yeah. I'll let you go, Rick, because sure. Uh, I'm probably Fields... I'm probably gonna buy a Justin Fields jersey and be a full oh. bore De Bears fan. I was saying how you know any one of those three guys could be number one. You might even include Fields in that list. Mm-hmm. I think Fields could finish as the QB one this year. Uh, I put a like three dollar bet down on him for winning MVP. Me too. Um, Not oh, there you go. Though. Uh, the stars align. Last year, he didn't even have a great passing year, right? Yeah. Um, we saw what the receiving core is. They were the worst team in the NFL. Literally, they got the first overall pick. Yet, he was still the QB4. Yeah. Or QB5, sorry. So, he did all that as a QB5 because of his rushing. Um, and we all know how electric his rushing is. As a passer, he had 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 2,200 yards, 60% completion, mm-hmm. which was an improvement from year one, a big-time improvement, yeah. but that's still not great. Um, but now he's got DJ Moore. Now they're building the offensive line. They're rebuilding their defense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talent compared to last year on that team or a lot more talent, at least, especially at the wide receiver court, because Chase Claypool joined near the end of the season, didn't really feel like he had a role. Now he's got an offseason with Chase Claypool, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. That's a pretty good receiving core. Um, And they might even add a running back. They might draft running back. They might run it with Khalil Herbert. Who knows? But Mm -hmm. So the passing game should be better. We know what his rushing game is. And he was the QB5 last year. So Worst case scenario, he just is the same quarterback as he was last year. He's still a top five quarterback. Um, yeah. And if he has any passing improvement, he he's at number four right now, but he could be even higher. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I think too, for me, it's like, he definitely needs the passing improvement, I think, to take that step forward. He, he I, does, yeah. I, I like to compare last season to uh, for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. 2021 into 2022 to Justin Fields where Hertz was rushing and he ended up what top five, six quarterback in fantasy football that year in mm-hmm. 2021. And he might've been seventh actually, but he did a lot on the ground and, and scored a ton of fantasy points on the ground. Um, and then this year they got him some weapons. They got him into a position uh, offensively to have success. And that essentially put, the Eagles in a position to go to the Super Bowl, but Jalen Hurts was able to have more success passing the ball offensively to mm-hmm. add to his rushing, which at the end of the day really helped his fantasy numbers to the point where he was in the top three in fantasy football. So for Justin Fields to take that step, to me, there was there needs to be improvements on the front, you know, the offensive line for the for the Bears, which they're trying, it looks like they're trying to do. Um, 
Uh-huh. And then they also need to, to make improvements to the wide receiver room, which they traded for Chase Claypool. They have Darnell Mooney. And then they just traded the first overall pick, which I think we'll talk about and discuss on the free agency offseason show that we're going to do soon. Um, the first overall pick, which involved getting DJ Moore on the team. So adding DJ Moore now creates the situation for Justin Fields where I, th- he has to improve passing. Like yeah, if, you know it's interesting though. I'm glad you brought up Jalen Hurts. If you look at his numbers year two yeah. and compare it to Justin Fields' year two numbers last season, they're very, very similar. Yep. Um, Her- Fields had one more touchdown, two more interceptions. Hurts had one percent higher completion percentage, yep. but they're very similar: sixty-one percent versus sixty, seventeen touchdowns versus sixteen, eleven interceptions versus nine. Yeah. Um, and then we saw the kind of jump that Hertz took with AJ Brown mm-hmm. um and with some offensive line improvement. We could very well see that from Justin Fields this year. Yeah. Um and I'm expecting that. So I'm expecting Fields to have a, a at least a decent passing season. And on top of that, I've said all season long that he is legitimately probably for me in my lifetime of all of watching football outside of, you know, my early years of watching the game with Mike Vick. Justin Fields is ridiculous rushing the ball. Yeah. Some of the stuff that he does is just like, I thought Lamar was good. This guy is different. Like he is crazy good at that aspect. And if he, if, if, if people start, like if, if he, if he develops the ability to pass the ball on top of being able to do, which is funny because running, in Ohio state, he was known as a pass first run yeah. second quarterback, <laughs> right? Like he could run, but he wasn't a runner. If he just can do that in the NFL, he's going to be yeah. a top five quarterback he, in the league. He is this guy for fantasy football that is just like he has these like I think he's a better he's he has a much higher ceiling and he's he has the ability to be a much better passer than Jalen Hurts is. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. how much arm strength Jalen Hurts has in the Super Bowl and that I don't want to say nothing about that. Right, and Fields has a better arm than he has. A, he has a much I don't think there's arm. any question about that. So, like, I think he has the ability for fantasy football purposes. I don't know if he can become, you know, a top five NFL quarterback where he's dominating and he's in that conversation. I don't know. I don't know if he can become that. Sure. Um, but in in terms of fantasy football, there is a massive chance that he could be a number one, a number oh, one yeah. quarterback in fantasy. I think football he's going to be. Time. I think he will. So, number four is safe for us. <laughs> yeah. Even though people might see yeah. it at a first, especially casual people might think it's a hot take. Um, the next two guys that we have on the list are Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Um, these are two guys that we have ranked in different spots, but are uh, similar in terms of rank. So, we'll stick them in the same uh, conversation. Um, I have uh, Fields. I mean, I have a Jackson five, Burrow six. Rick has... Uh, Jackson six, Burrow five. So it's just swapped. Um, yep. You like these quarterbacks that can throw the ball more than the quarterbacks that can run it because I have a clear tendency, I guess. Because um, I, I like Lamar doesn't have a football team yet, and <laughs> ranking him five is kind of strong. Um, he gets hurt regularly, which is a very real concern. But when Lamar is on the field and Lamar is on. He is a ridiculous rusher, and he can pass the ball as good as you know most quarterbacks yes. in the NFL. So, 
to me, it's like he's he's a good, good, good fantasy quarterback. And if you hit him at the right time, he can be the QB one of fantasy football. Like he has that kind of upside. He, like I said, he has that rushing upside. So if he throws for thirty five hundred yards and you know thirty touchdowns or something stupid like that, not great in terms of passing yards wise, but that's enough for fantasy football to get you a bunch of fantasy points and then add on top of that rushing. He had a stretch of games this year where what he scored like forty points three games in a row. Um, yeah, so like, beginning of the year, he's he is ridiculous, and if he has a full season of being ridiculous, then you'll you'll be glad you have him on your fantasy team. He's probably mm-hmm. going to be drafted slightly lower this year, which means that um, he's going to be cheap. He's probably going to be a sixth, seventh round pick, would be my guess. So um, I like him in that slot uh, over Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow being a pocket passer, like I, I I don't think he can't be a top five quarterback or similar to Mahomes in terms of what he does for fantasy football. Um, Cause didn't he do it this year? Wasn't he top? He was top four this year. Yeah. So like he can, he can do that. Um, I just think that his ceiling pass wise is, is in that conversation of like, you know, four or five or six or three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has the ability with just the passing portion of his game, unless he's throwing, you know, 45 to 5,000 and 40 plus touchdowns to get into that conversation of being a one, two or three guy. Whereas I think Lamar, when he's healthy and plays and all that stuff can not ascend to that. So for me, it's an upside thing and a rushing thing. That's why I got Lamar over Joe, but uh, tell me why you have Joe over Lamar. Um, It's more of a Lamar thing. Uh, These guys are, uh, if you want to say a teardrop after fields, maybe um, which isn't a knock on these guys, but It just term in terms of like who can finish as a QB one, but right. um, Lamar just to me just has there's too many questions as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, where is he going to play next year? If he's on the Ravens, what is the team going to look like? Uh, is he going to stay healthy? There's just too many questions. Last two seasons, he's missed four games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Lamar at his ceiling is better in fantasy than Burrow at his ceiling. So. I, I'm willing to move Lamar up depending on what happens in the offseason. But as we stand today, I would take Burrow for Lamar because, again, we just have too many questions. And, yeah, Burrow is not going to be a QB1 in fantasy yeah. or in a QB2. But, man, he's going to be solid. Like, the guy who had him this year in our league, every single week he was getting him 25, 20 fantasy points every single week. And yeah, it was consistent. It was, it, it was very nice to have, especially if you have a good team around him. Um, like if you have good running backs, good receivers, good tight ends, and you got Burrow at quarterback, you're set because you know you're not gonna you're not gonna lose um, from your quarterback flopping, which did happen with Fields for a week, or it, you know it could happen with Lamar mm-hmm. for a couple weeks. Yeah, there was weeks where Lamar would get like 14 points and then he'd get injured. Mm-hmm. Like Burrow just was very consistent all season, um, and you know I don't think he he's gonna finish as a QB one, but it's possible. If he has like what he's doing right now, he's finishing as a top five quarterback, throwing 35 touchdowns and uh, 4,400 yards. If he has a year where he throws 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns, which I think is possible Mm -hmm. with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Burrow, um, then you could be looking at him as like a top three fantasy quarterback. So I I think it's close, but that's why I have Burrow a little higher. Okay. Um, For the next, what, four guys? Let's speed round. Okay. Some of them, I think some of them are the same for us. Let's yeah, see. Herbert's seven. Herbert is seven for me as well. Um, Lawrence is eight. Lawrence so next eight. two guys. Yeah, so um, Justin Herbert uh, on the consensus, we have seven. Um, we both matched him at seven. So um, we both kind of agree exactly where Justin Herbert 
uh, should mm-hmm. be. And he's a guy I might end up with um, a lot this year because he's coming off a bad season and might fall in drafts. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he could be a guy that I end up targeting in drafts because he does have that upside. There are some concerns that I think as we approach the end of the, you know, free agency period and and when we get to the end of the draft, we can kind of have a, a little bit better of a picture of what the the Chargers are going to look like, but right now it looks like um we don't have any news on it yet, but Eckler sounds like right. he is probably not going to be a part of the team next year. The receiving core is getting older um and I don't think they did any favors uh, to the team keeping Brandon um, Staley as the head coach. No, they so did get Kellen Moore though. They did get Kellen Moore. That might help, but I mean, we've seen might. <laughs> we've seen what Dak Prescott has been in terms of fantasy mm-hmm. football. So it's right around that seven to eight range. I I feel like Herbert is is like Joe Burrow light in fantasy football, sure. where he's like a po- he's a pocket passing quarterback, doesn't really run the football. And like he can either be a guy that gets you 35 on a given week and win you a week in fantasy football, or he can drop 15 and, and be the reason why you almost lose. So he's just inconsistent and in, in stuff like that. And like, I, I'm willing to take the risk on him later in drafts. Like if he's in the eighth or ninth round, you know, seventh, eighth or ninth For round, sure. like I, I would be willing to jump on which that. Which he might end up being. Which he might very well end up being. Um, and he does have upside, but I think that upside is like capped to like fifth. Yeah, I see the Chargers worry me a little bit because the Brand Staley thing. Keenan Allen, I think, is not the same receiver he once was. Mike Williams is still good, yeah. but then you know they might trade Eckler. So I don't, I don't really know the direction the Chargers are going in. But what I will say about Herbert is, I think he actually has a little bit higher of a ceiling yeah. if they surround him than her than Burrow. Um, we saw it at, in year two, his second year in the NFL, he was he finished as the QB two in all of fantasy. He threw 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. I think Herbert is capable of having those monstrous passing seasons. Not that Burrow isn't, but I, we've just seen it with Herbert. Um, and I think yeah. Herbert, you know, he he didn't run much this year, which that might be a sign of what's to come for his future because they don't want him running all over the field. But in his first year, he did have five rushing touchdowns. And then in 2022 or 2021, he had 300 rushing yards and three touchdowns. So well, this past year, he didn't rush at all. Only 140 rushing yards, zero touchdowns. So if he goes back to rushing just a little bit, that will help with his fantasy ceiling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Herbert's a tough one because I really don't know what the Chargers are doing. Yeah, um, yeah. And we'll have to see how that offseason play, the rest of the offseason plays out. But um, I still think he's ridiculously talented and, and would take yeah. him in drafts, especially if he falls, which Agreed. I think he might. Agree. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I think to me is going to be the biggest and baddest breakout yeah. superstar quarterback in the coming. If year. he's the eighth quarterback off the board, which we both have him ranked eighth, I feel pretty good about him still. Like I think he's in the yeah. same tier as Burrow, Lamar, yeah. Herbert. He's currently uh, this year he was played seventeen games, three hundred three fantasy points. He finished as the QB eight in fantasy football. Um, he can definitely improve on upon that going into next year. Um, I think he does have similar kind of situations to Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. where he is that he's a pocket passer, so he's he's not going right. to provide that elite rushing upside. But I would um, make the argument though he does run, or he's I don't know if he does, but he's capable of running more than those guys. Yeah, yeah, but I think all of those guys are capable of running. I just think that their play style is pocket. Right, um, but Trevor Lawrence, he, I think he ran a lot, maybe not a lot, but he ran a decent amount in college, like more than Burrow and Herbert. Right. 
I think he ran for like 500, 600 yards in college. Yeah, that could be true. Um, but I mean, I think we both agree that this guy could. Be he's a, a pocket smash breakout. I mean, that's we could be like he's going to be a smash breakout guy this year, and I think like. I don't. I hope people don't draft him too high because I would love to draft him in that same vicinity as Justin Herbert. Um, you know, and get him on my team. Like I'm probably going to end up with a lot of Trevor Lawrence in drafts and hope it works mm-hmm. out. But um, he was great last year. I think he's only going to get better going into year three, and um, usually that's a year that establishes a player for fantasy football. Right, and he's more. getting Calvin Ridley, man. I know he's been out of the league for a while, yeah. but if he plays like he did when he was healthy with the mm-hmm. Falcons. He's getting a a legitimate wide receiver one. Yeah. When he already was the QB eight last year and had a pretty good passing, what was it twenty five touchdowns, eight interceptions? Yeah. That's a good year, four thousand yards. Right. Um. So yeah, he's he's poised for a monster year. Agreed. I, I think it, it, if everything continues to go the way that it is, and Calvin Ridley is the same player. He's he, he might I might even move him higher than Herbert. Like <laughs> yeah. I might move him up in the rankings. Like he he yeah. could have a big big time year. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I I might move him up too as the season as the off season goes along. But anyway, uh, number nine we have uh, Deshaun Watson. I have Watson ten. Rick has Watson um, nine. I don't. I think there's a huge tear drop. I, there's a Lawrence. huge tear drop after after Trevor Lawrence. The big thing with Watson is that I I don't know where he's going to get un- ended up drafting. I don't know where he's going to end up going in drafts in August. I might mm-hmm. my guess would be it like people are going to hype him into like the seventh or eighth round. That would be my guess. Um, yeah, but I'd probably stay if, away. if he's in, if he ends up being an eleventh or twelfth round draft selection, like I definitely like to take him sure as like a sleeper guy. That like if he if he goes back to being normal Deshaun Watson like we know what that is we know he can be a top six or seven quarterback in fantasy football and get the job done you know what I mean mm-hmm. um but I think that there's some drawbacks with Deshaun because he sucked last year like when he was on the field and he was playing in those last six games like he was not good like it did not look functional it didn't yeah. look good he didn't look comfortable so there's a lot of stuff going on there and it and almost made you like to the point where they restructured his freaking contract already so it's just like I still think they believe Deshaun's the guy, but it's one yeah. of those situations. And he was away where, from football for two years. Right. So it's like so, maybe he just needs to he needs to have, you know, an off season with a team, working out, you know, reps with his team, uh, have a full training camp, full preseason, all of that stuff, and then he'll be ready to go for the regular season. Um, and we'll see that. But I mean, his numbers were ridiculous the year he got suspended. Yeah. His last year in Houston, he had a 70% completion percentage, 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he had rushing. Yeah. He had 400 rushing yards, too, to go with that and three mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yeah. That's like, that's borderline MVP numbers. It's insane. But yeah, last year he was awful. And I, part of me is like, I, I do give him the benefit of the doubt because he was away from the game for so long, yeah. but it's also gross. Like if he, what if he just lost it or he's just not the same player? Same like, player, right? you know, it's, it's, I don't know. And in the Browns, like, are they, the Browns are a real wild card team. Like they could be good. They could suck. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks there with Sean Watson, but yeah. we have seen it in the past and that's why I haven't ranked as high as I do. Um, and I think he's capable of being a top 10 fantasy quarterback for sure. I and mean, he's even capable he was top five before his suspension. So yeah. we, we know what he's capable of. It's just a matter of seeing it again. Um, right. 
But once you get past eight, I think it's a lot of either, you know, mid quarterbacks or dart throws. So if I'm going to take a dart throw, I'd rather a guy that I think could be top five and that's Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I, I, I think it's safe to say for me personally, I don't want to draft Deshaun Watson at all unless he's late in the draft. No, that's fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, the, I feel like the lower I rank him, uh, the less I'll get him because people are going to draft him far higher than I will. So um, I right. don't plan on having a whole ton of Deshaun Watson. I don't plan on acquiring a whole ton of Deshaun Watson, even though the value in dynasty is probably pretty low. But anyway, um, number 10, I think this is, this is probably the steal of the draft. And I know there's a lot of questions going on and there was an injury, but Kyler Murray, number 10, the final guy we'll talk about. Um, I have him ranked nine right now. Rick has him ranked 11. Um, mm-hmm. He'll explain the injury situation uh, with Lamar. I mean, with Kyler and, and why that makes him nervous. But if he's healthy and he's ready to go for me, like he's a, one of those running quarterbacks that kind of fell off a little bit this year and that could have a really good season coming up. Hopefully, you know, he puts the work in and learns the new offense and that kind of works out for them. But um, I still think it's there for Kyler Murray. I don't think he's like elite, like the top quarterbacks in the NFL, but I do think that he is a very, very good rushing quarterback and that he can do a lot of really good things with his legs. And um, that automatically puts him in a, in a top conversation in terms of fantasy football. So I think like nine, you know, nine, nine or 10 in the rankings is low for Kyler Murray um, to me, but uh, we'll see what happens as the season off season goes along with the injury status. Yeah, if he's healthy and ready to go, I think it's a it's a great steal to get him uh, in this range. Yeah. But uh, I'm nervous. All the reporting I've seen says that he's not going to play week one. Mm-hmm. There was one report that they said that they were going to take it solo with his injury. Yeah. Uh, Peter King had reported that the expectations is he will not be ready to go to, to start the season. Um, I think they're probably and, – and not to mention the Cardinals kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think they're going to rush him back. I, I think they might not tank, but they're going to trade Hopkins. J.J. Watt retired. They kind of are retooling here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them rushing into anything with Kyler Murray. Uh, and if he misses the first, you know, let's say six games of the season, I don't want to draft him. Um, yeah. Or if I'm going to draft him, it'll be like super late rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be like a Deshaun Watson situation all over again. If he's missing a ton of time, I would anticipate that as well. But. Yeah, and it, so for me, there's just other guys I would rather have. If I know he's going to miss part of the season, and then when he comes back, he might not even be fully healthy. Mm-hmm. He might not run a lot because he tore his ACL. So I think this year is going to be kind of a recovery year for Kyler. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's why I have him as low as I do. But mm-hmm. if he's healthy and we see reports change throughout the offseason, he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go week one, I'll move him up. He, he won't be at 11. He'll probably be where Deshaun is at nine. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, there you go. There are the top 10 quarterbacks for fantasy football for us. Consensus, Allen Hurts, Mahomes, Fields, Lamar, Joe, Herbert, Lawrence, Watson, and Kyler. Rick also is a little tidbit. He ranked Trey Lance in his top 10. So keep that yes, in sir. Mind. I'll probably get him explaining that later. But we'll talk Dark to you later, throws. guys. See you later. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.